Hey, hey, I'm Des. Hey, y'all, I'm Sa. And we're the co-hosts of Let's Talk Sis Podcast, where we truly believe that together, empowered women can transform their lives. Join us for heartfelt stories, enlightening conversations, and a whole lot of accountability along the way. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. So, we're back with another episode. Yes, we are. And what are we talking about today? Um, you said you wanted to talk about reconciliation. Yes, we can I talk did. about that. I think that's good. All right, so where do we start? Um, I feel like it's a lot. It's a lot of different pieces to reconciliation. I definitely agree with that. And today, I just felt so compelled to really dissect this conversation. Mm. Why did you feel so compelled? You know, just based off of some current events. I don't want to get too much into it, but. <laughs> What transpired in your life today? Nothing important at all, but I was thinking <laughs> back on the first episode we recorded mm-hmm. of the year. What was that about? And we were basically talking about like goal setting oh, yeah. and re- realignment, resetting and things like that. Yeah. And then we, I think the episode after that, we talked about like, no, previously we mm-hmm. talked about the art of friendships. Yes. And how uncomfortable it is to, you know, navigate friendships when you're continuously growing, growing. yourself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I kind of just want to shed some light on like the opposite end of that. Like how do you Which is the what is the opposite? Like how do you know when a relationship is no longer you feel it when it's no longer serving you. You feel it. Like what's the feeling? Um I actually think this is pretty good a good topic. Especially where I am in my life now. Um you said what? I said, I know. That that inspired me also. I was like, okay, this is relatable. Um, Being as though two of your friends cut you off in one week. <laughs> it wasn't in one week. Week It was between the course of a few months, actually. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wait, time flew. Yeah. October was months. just here. All right, why aren't you telling all my business? <laughs> like, And I'm keeping this in. We being real transparent, y'all. I got cut off by two people, for real. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Um... No, but seriously, I personally think that you feel it. Like it's a it's a feeling. I took a lot of time to think about it because initially when these things happened in these friendships, I didn't I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel any way. I think it was more so the routine that bothered me. Mm. The routine that was no longer there. Yeah. And that's it. It's like I don't mean it to sound like bad or anything like that, but you just go through different phases and different things in your life. And I feel like you can, you can feel it. I've never been the person to not, I've never been the person to not acknowledge Mm -hmm. things. So I have been the person, like if I go through things with friendships, relationships, I would reach out and I would really, yeah, resolve issues. Even with these two friends, even so, with what happened, I reached out to both the, of them. The first question I asked you before you dive deep into your dynamic and your current mm-hmm. events, um, the first thing I asked you was, what is, what is, what are like, what's the feeling? What is it like? What's the emotion surrounded around just feeling it? I want to say the lack of emotion, mm. but that feeling may not relate to everybody. Mm. Because I'm a person, like, I feel it. I know when I miss somebody. I know when, okay, this is something I need to fix, smooth over, and get it right. Yeah. I know when I feel that. Yeah. And you know when it's just time to move on. Yeah. I think for me, um, based off of past experiences, in this, I don't, like, I can't really off the top of my my mind just recall or reflect back to a moment where I felt compelled to like disassociate myself with someone okay um as an adult but there has been times where the same friends that I have around right now mm-hmm. might have not been able to be here for the previous season you know mm. and I think for me the emotions that are typically surrounded about around it for me is always uncertainty that's the thing that kind of keeps me around longer than I necessarily should be in most cases um so that's why i think that this is such a great think piece and a conversation to really dissect because anything that make like it's just so crazy because just saying it out loud i'm like anything that's from god is just you know yeah it it doesn't have that 
confusion element of exactly. it, especially if you're in alignment and you're um in tune. Mm-hmm. But just thinking back on that, I could think about like well, we just did we was just in Philly, y'all, and we did the live podcast yeah. that we told y'all about. And I think one of the questions he asked us, the host asked us was um, can you recall a moment of your first hardship, um, friendship heartbreak? Exactly. Excuse yeah. me. Um, and I think that I probably never even acknowledged the moment that I spoke on, on mm-hmm. stage as a heartbreak within the perimeters of friendship. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times when we talk about heartbreak, it's always like intimate, you know, partnership, yeah. like things like that. But to have a platonic heartbreak, I think that really just hurt me, you know? Mm-hmm more i don't know i don't i'm thinking back i don't even remember i probably just said like a friendship breakup that i had because i personally don't even think i've ever had a friendship heartbreak Mm. um i don't know i am the type of person and it may not seem that way especially to you because i'll be hearing how you respond to some things when i ask you but i actually i know when i value something Mm -hmm. or someone and when I just wipe my hands of something or someone, then that's that's what that is. I know when something is worth fighting for. So what makes you feel like relationships are I'm not talking about necessarily the ones that yeah, yeah. were severed recently, but like how like on the scale of like, you know, left and right, what do you weigh good and bad of like, okay, this is worth fighting for? Honestly, um it personally is where I'm at in life and what I'm dealing with or what I'm going through. So at this moment in this situation, and it really may sound super cliche, but I actually just mentioned it to my mom the other day. I have been praying more than ever for God to put the right people around me. Mm. I feel like I'm going through this as I've been mentioning on the past few episodes, this, um, release of being a people pleaser Mm. and because of that um a therapist had asked me the relationships you have are they based off are they based off of strictly like solely who you are or what you're capable of or what you've done something like that she asked me I don't know but it made me like okay I've been praying so hard like for discernment and Mm. also for God to just put the right people around me and remove the people that aren't for me if I don't have the strength to. That's good. So in the midst of that, because I've been praying for that for like a minute now. Mm. So for what happened in my friendships to have happened recently, I had no, it's no reasoning for it. Like there wasn't no major fallout, wasn't no debate, no argument, no fight. It was absolutely nothing at all. But that's also your perspective, don't you think? I know it's both of our perspective. We, if there wasn't no argument, fight, or debate on my end, and it wasn't on your end either, because you need two people to do that. But how can you speak so profoundly about the totality of the situation when that's only your perspective and you never even had a conversation with? My perspective is that nothing tragic occurred, but tragic to you in a sense well nothing that involved me whatever you got going on on your side is very personal and i'm not saying don't acknowledge or it's not important because i'm sure they had whatever they had going on and that's the reason why they did that but from Mm -hmm. my point of view god said i'm doing what you asked me to do so i mean if you feel like god is telling you that and god said that to you then um yeah, I, I love that. that yeah, I love that for you. Mm-hmm. But um, in the midst of the reason why I really want to dissect this um, aspect of the conversation is because I feel like so many times I hear people have disagreements or mm-hmm. you know separate some sort of separation within yeah. their friendship, and there's always this one person will just be like, "Oh, well, I don't, I don't give like you know, I don't yeah. care. Like it is what it is." That used to the be third. Me. And it's like, it's really not healthy. It's not at all. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for one. For two, it's like childish. Yeah. And for three, it's just like, hmm, it's heavy side eye. It's super side eye because it's like, what was your feelings or intentions the entire time? 
to a certain extent. Um, mm. But it's like hearing you say this is like, and speak on a totality of the situation without having a conversation prior with this person or, you know, coming to some, not saying that it's necessary in all cases, but for mm-hmm. you to have not really, you know. Oh, have, I can't, I've, you talking about me personally? I'm saying, I'm just, I don't know what situation you're oh. applying this to mm-hmm. or what dynamic or whatever the case may be, yeah. but I'm just saying in totality, just based off of how you're speaking, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to take it and run with it. Like, oh, just washing hands with people completely. And oh, no, just I'm not saying it at all. Disregard um, friendships or whatever the case may be, because no. I have definitely ran into my fair share of women who are like that. And it's but like, that's why I also said, you know, and that's why I was very clear on, I know what's valuable and what's expired. But what is that based off? Like contingent on what? The dynamic, the relationship, the conversations. Mm. Anything that transpired between my friendships or relationships mm-hmm. recently, it wasn't just the out of the blue type of thing. Mm. So, I mean, like I said, there wasn't no specific time and moment to pinpoint, but it's also kind of like it wasn't. I wasn't super blindsided. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Um, I think when you say you feel it, I think that if you're in tune with yourself, you, you can definitely feel yeah. when something is just, like, fading away in a sense. Exactly. Um, and that's honestly because what they say, like, wherever your attention goes, it grows yes. in a sense. And I think that as you continue to become a little bit more aware of what the situation is, you mm. kind of naturally just, like, withdraw yourself. Yeah. It's like a defense mechanism, in a sense. I think so. To start preparing for what you know is going to happen. Um, but, okay, so, now let's bring the conversation to the... Reconciliation. Reconciliation side. So, under what stipulation mm-hmm. or on what grounds has there ever been a time that... A, Friendship or a relationship has called for reconciliation for you? A few years ago um, in Miami. Mm-hmm. I was living in Miami. Um, are you asking like for me to speak on a spe- situation specifically? Whatever you feel comfortable doing. I don't want you to get beat up over a podcast episode. Getting beat up is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, just it was, a, it was an old friendship that mm-hmm. whatever happened, happened. And it was one of those, like, we grown now, mm-hmm. we passed it, we over it. And I was open to it. Like, I'm cool with it. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is um, I grow constantly and I change constantly. Mm-hmm. Me, as a person, I can say I change every few months, for real, for real. But mm-hmm. I really change a lot. And when it's like revisiting old dynamics or old situations, I'm completely open to it but with me personally it's like we got to start over and i've realized with a lot of people it's like we can jump back to where we ended Mm -hmm. so sometimes that gets misconstrued a little bit i want to say what do you mean because it's like like i said on my behalf it's like we got to start over so we like brand new friends again okay it's no you know how it is like it's not meet a brand new person I'm not, no, it's not based off, it's not on my, not on my side. Okay. Whereas though on others, and I do know this from experience, because I, I've reconnected with a lot of old friends, mm-hmm. and on their behalf, nine times out of ten, it's normally a, we back where we left. Mm-hmm. But that don't, it don't work like that for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it always is for me, and most of the times it don't always work because of that. Because it's like on their end, they like you being fake or you being weird. And I'm like, we got to start over. We got to start from ground zero. Yeah. So really, on my point of view, it's like we brand new friends again. Mm. That's that's valid. Um, I never really thought about it from that point. I don't know. I'm trying to think about... I think normally, like, whenever me and my friends have reconciled through situations, mm-hmm. we normally just pick up right where we left that's off That's normally at. what people do. Yeah, that's what they say. So for me... Mm, I don't know. As long as we address what it is mm-hmm. and establish some sort of boundary mm-hmm. moving forward, yeah. I think that like I'm cool and I'm a real forgiving person. It might yeah. it might really just be like a gift and a curse to to yeah. an extent. Um, for me personally, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I'm not just open and comfortable with everybody. So 
when I have those valued friendships or those valued relationships, when I do become vulnerable in a sense, Mm -hmm. once that's over, and I'm not going to say like once they did something or I did something, because there's been friendships where I've done stuff, they've done stuff, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But once that line is cut, I'm not just about to be an open book all over again from day one. Like the whole starting back from where we left, I've tried. It just, it don't work for me. The energy don't be there. I can't. Like I, it's not something I could do. And that's be that's on friendships that's been, like, broken up for a while. Like, if I don't talk to you in a few weeks mm-hmm. or a month or two, then that's different. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about those, like, oh, I ain't talked to you in three years friendships. Mm-hmm. It's no going back to where we left off at all. Not for me, anyway. Yeah. I'm also just a really firm and strong believer in you treat like you really show people how to treat you in a sense right and a lot of times i make the correlation of friendship and like relationship Mm -hmm. intimate platonic in a sense but it's because based off of like patterns Mm -hmm. um like for example i had one girlfriend and i swear we would fall out like once a year and then we would take like a one year break and then we would just pick up where we left off. And it was the most like now that I'm an adult and I'm mature, Mm -hmm. I can identify that. Like I could identify it then, but I think taking a step back since Mm -hmm. we haven't reconciled or like, you know, came back together, I could identify that we, we tangoing and break dancing in a whole dance floor of toxicity (laughs) for one. And for two, When you, uh, for me personally, the way that I'm able to weigh in on whether a a relationship is able to be reconciled, Mm -hmm. right, is for one, I'm praying about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And for two, um, I really weigh in on the fruit of the relationship, Mm -hmm. right? And when I say the fruit of the relationship, I mean, okay, they say the people around you are a mirror of you, right? Mm-hmm. So what was my habits like? What were our conversations like? Yeah. Um, what was, how did you make me feel? You know, things yeah. like that. And when I'm able to, it's so crazy because being transparent, I just reconciled with a friend too, mm-hmm. right? And me and you had a conversation about this briefly, but prior to us falling out or whatever, mm-hmm. or it wasn't even a fallout because I'm grown at this point. So prior to us separating, yeah. um, it took me a few months actually to really be able to identify in what areas she was an attribute. Okay. Outside of just sisterhood and comfortability. Yeah. Because we have to be mindful of just being comfortable and complacent in relationships that is really just not valuable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That like you said, the routine. So I think that was the routine factor for me, but it took me a few months to be able to like, yo, this was the only friend I had that I was praying with this. Yeah. The only friend that I had that was spiritually mature to really take it there with me and talk about, yeah. you know, the goodness of God. And it was like, as I started to realize I'm not really be, I had not really been consistent in my word and, and fasting and, you know, yeah. dedicating my time to God and not saying that I needed her for that, but accountability, we always talk about community mm-hmm. and, you know, friendship and stuff like that. But like, that's a subtle like friends could be a subtle yeah. reminder of the things you need to do or like you know yeah so definitely. taking it back to the reconciliation factor i think that um anybody listening to this one of the main things you need to do if you're in like confused mm-hmm. about what or how to reconcile a relationship yeah would be to pray about it you definitely have to pray about it and another thing what you kind of said when you said you had a friend that you went back and forth with and stuff like that. That's another thing. Like, I just, I think, you know, like, I don't, I don't like controversy. Mm-hmm. I don't like anything that makes, I really don't like anything that makes me feel uncomfortable. I know we scream, like, get uncomfortable and stuff like that, but it is certain kinds of uncomfortable. Like, I don't like arguing and fighting, especially with my friends. I feel like sisterhood is so sacred to me. I really cannot tell. I don't argue with my friends. Who do I argue with? Me. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I don't argue with my friends. Mm -hmm. So the moment stuff like that break out, I got to get away from you. Because now it's no longer a safe space. Mm. See, I'm like the complete opposite. I like controversy. I'm aware. But what I don't like is like conflict. 
Like, I'm real big on, like, because I'm Is that a, not the same thing? What's the difference? Mm, I feel like it's not the same because, like, I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? So, I'm always looking into, like, things that go against, like, normality, if that makes sense. So, that's a controversial, a controversial topic. For example, something that is worth going back and forth about. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there's still substance at the root of it. Yeah. Conflict is, what, what's the problem? Like, what are we, like, I feel like in controversy, we can say, you believe that, I believe this, and we can agree to disagree. That's controversy. Exactly. And conflict is kind of like, what's the problem? And why are we facing so many different issues continuously? You get what I'm saying? Oh, and like that's the part. Mm, to a certain extent. We're really good communicators, though. I yeah. can say that. So okay. we get to the bottom of our, it's not really conflict. It don't be conflict. Yeah, but say it's not really conflict with yeah. us, but... That's the part for me. It's like, mm, reflect. And then when I start bringing you, when I, and then I'm real big on merging my friends. Mm-hmm. So if I start bringing you around my friends, my other friends, and it's a problem, that's like another telltale sign. Like, I don't know. Like, how are we so grown and just can't be amongst, you know, other people? So yeah. I don't know. But I've definitely had my fair share of like being in the, you know, I just want to say this real quick. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just want to say this real quick. I'm so happy that throughout all the different transitions of friendship mm-hmm. and like separation and conflict and all that stuff that I'm still a girl's girl. Mm. Like I, I be thinking God, like I'm still a girl's girl, like genuinely at yeah. my heart purely for yeah. the girls because it's so many people that say they for the girls, but Don't be really nasty for the and me. And me spirit is friendship PTSD. I used to talk about it a whole lot. Mm. You can have friendship PTSD. That's when you are you're claiming to be a girl's girl because you surface level you. That's how they want to be. You mm. want to be for the girls, but deep in your heart you can't trust people and you can't be around people because you've been wronged or you've wronged so many times. Whereas though you can't even let that as near to your heart as you would even like it because it's like you just. Yeah. You subconsciously can't allow it. That makes sense. And I think that's one of, like, when I said it was a pro and a con to be so forgiven. Yeah. I think because I'm so forgiven, I don't suffer from PTSD mm. within the perimeters of relationship. Friendship. Yeah. No, rela- like, relations and friendships okay. to a certain extent. Because I just be, I be counting it all joy quick. Okay. Like, I just be like, I don't know. I don't really take it personal. Is is that how you really be? Yeah. Hmm. Learn something new every day. <laughs> She's always being shady, y'all. I'm but no, saying. seriously. I think that, like, it's so crazy because, like, I be hurt behind the situation, but I don't allow it to, like, consume me. You do you be saying? hurt or do you be salty? It depends on the friendship mm-hmm. dynamic and what it is that happened. Okay. So, like, the last relationship or friendship that I told you that I just reconciled. Shout mm-hmm. out to my sister. I love her. But. um I love that for you. I think for that situation, I was just genuinely hurt, you know? Okay. Sometimes it's like, and I, it's not nobody to blame but myself, but when you put so much trust and value in a person, you kind of yeah. uphold them to a certain standard. Certain. So when they kind of fall below the radar or the standard that you set for them. That you set for that them. That you set for That's mm-hmm. what I was about to say. Emphasis on that. Mm-hmm. That you set for them, it's yeah. kind of like, damn. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I thought we was better than that. So, it wasn't even, like, I'm salty. I feel like salty would be, like, I don't know, some crazy shit. Like, you backdoored me or something. I mean, but I'm out here calling you my home Saudi girl. Salty is not always that. Salty can be any insult to your pride or ego as well. Yeah, no. I wasn't salty. I was genuinely hurt. Okay. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, sad. Like. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Not my girl. I think my situation, I was salty. Mm, I would be sorry if I got cut off too. Like, I did the cutting off. Remember, that's what I was about to say. Remember, I just told you the other day, and that's what I kept emphasizing, and I didn't even realize it at first because I think I was talking to my mom or something. And what I kept saying was like, I've never got cut off in my life before mm. by no relationship, by no friend, by nobody ever in my whole entire life. Like I cut people off. Yeah. And then it's like, even that's what I just said. Reviewing these relationships that I had. Well, this relationship, because both of them were not the same at all. The mm-hmm. situations were not the same. But 
reviewing it, it's like I kind of see it, seen it coming ahead of time. And me trying to be a changed woman and not cutting everybody off, I stretched it out for me to get cut off. Like, I feel like this just showed me, like, go what you initially feel. So, it seemed like you just a little upset because you ain't cut her I'm off. I'm salty. First. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all it is. But I can honestly say that. That's what it is for me. So, how about the other friendship dynamic? Um, Like, did you mess up in that one? Because to get cut off by two people is kind of just showing a pattern here. That's what I was thinking. I'm, like, out, are I'm you, like, don't it. Are you the problem? I'm the problem. <laughs> No, actually, you're the problem. Wow. It's <laughs> like so, no, no. I didn't. I didn't have oh my a conversation. Gosh, no way. I didn't have she, a conversation. Though. She said I was the problem. She meant that. So you said I was the problem. So how do you typically navigate? Like, okay, so let's take it back a step. Have mm-hmm. you ever been in a French? Like, had a friend who didn't like another mm-hmm. friend? And how did? You, how do you navigate those type of situations? I've never been in a situation like that. Um, like, really didn't like another friend, though. No. Mm. I've never been in a situation like that. Okay. So, yeah. I can't really give on how I navigate through that because I've never been in a situation where somebody, like, wholeheartedly, like, didn't like somebody. Like, I've had friends that was like, oh, I don't care for her, or whatever the case may be. But that's not big enough for it to be a situation or a conversation or anything like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so in your last friendship dynamic, you said that I ruined it. Um, I didn't say that. <laughs> you said I was the problem. You said, are you the problem? I said, actually, you're the problem. Um, No, you didn't ruin it at all. Okay. Um, So hypothetically, let's say if I... Like, a friend was mm-hmm. the reason for another friendship not working out. Is that probable cause to like reach out or do you feel like that kind of has nothing to do with you to an extent so that shouldn't affect the friendship that you have with that person I don't know what basis you're really speaking on right now but I know with my situation specifically um yeah I was trying to generalize yeah (laughs) I'm like I'm getting confused a little bit okay um but yeah my situation specifically that was really just like a with that situation i'ma just tell you the basis of how it occurred it was i re no i don't remember who reached out first but it was we 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 both ended up speaking to each other and it's like yeah i need to talk to you about this because i feel this way and i want you to know how i feel right and i understood it i'm like okay like whatever Mm -hmm. let's talk i'm gonna call you after work or something like that i said Mm -hmm. and then she's like okay call me when you get off work Life occurred. I never called. She never called. Mm -hmm. And that's literally how it happened. We just never spoke. And then... So it's your fault. It's not my fault. Why is it my fault? How did you get to that? You said, okay, I'm going to call you after work. Okay, so... okay, so Which was a contractual agreement. I'm going to tell you, okay, we're going to be honest. And life did happen. Transparency on the mic. Let's be real honest. Okay. So the truth... Of what really happened was, mm-hmm. I said I'm gonna call you when I get off work. Mm-hmm. She agreed with it. Cool, you're gonna call me when you get off work. During my eight hours at work, I had time to think, mm-hmm. and within that thinking process, process, I came to the conclusion of I ain't did nothing. What am I calling her for? She want to talk about it. She can call me. Now that was wrong. That was wrong because there was no communication. There was nothing. I didn't communicate. It was definitely wrong on my end. I take full accountability in that entire situation. Um, It was a lot of pride. Per usual. No, not per usual, but it was. It was pride. And I think it was more so not only just was it pride, because it's not per usual. When I have situations with my friends, I reach out to my friends. You can ask any of my friends. Well, how many friends do you be having situations with? I mean, I've had debates and back and forth. I've had falling outs with a few of my friends. But anything, any type of situation... Everybody, like, I don't be having, like, I'm not going to say I don't be having pride, but when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I have no problem. I don't have no problem with taking accountability. I'm not the problem. You're trying to portray this to this audience. No, I'm just. And I am not I'm, the problem. I'm literally, you're talking. And but I, I'm saying what, in this one situation. We, hold on. What we are gathering here as the, the, the listeners of what you're saying is that you're, if y'all don't think, okay, listen, if you're watching this or listening to this and you feel like Destiny is not the I problem. I should have called. 
Am I the pro- Are you saying I'm the problem overall or I'm in the problem in this one situation? In this situation. Okay, yeah, I said I was wrong. So, when you going to call your homegirl? I feel like you owe her that. Like, if, especially if this is a friend. Especially, who- no, I can't say I do. I know I do. Especially, like, what's happened after. Like, I know I do. I do. But I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. But I do. Okay. I know it. I take accountability. I'm never, you know. I'm just so happy that this, you know, our favorite saying is being recorded because y'all can actually see and hear what I have to go through. Like, how do you have to go? Th- what do you could mean? Could y'all imagine being friends with someone who was like this terrible at like putting their ego aside? Be for real. Like, I'm terrible at putting my ego aside. Oh my gosh, are you? Am I? Terrible is an understatement. Like. What? Seriously. That might you be really that, feel that? That might really be that star syndrome you talked about. That only child only child syndrome. You think I'm really bad at putting my ego? Yeah, aside? you are. Give me a scenario. Okay. So um you had a misunderstanding with your friend. That's no, we already talked about that scenario. Give me a scenario that, that is, involves you. I can't for you think to of, say that. Okay, so next episode, I'm gonna start the episode. No, nope, we one. need to start it now because it's gonna be forgotten by the next one. I'm a comment one. You needed. To, I'm a comment one. No, you need to say it in here so I can I can't defend remember. myself. It's too many. Name one. I you can't. know when people say that it's too many. That means no, seriously, they, they, they it can't. Means they like, have none. It means when I draw myself to use the capacity that God has given me to think about all that you have done. <laughs> I, be, I instantly get, now it's all that i have done i instantly get overwhelmed with a whole <laughs> bunch of different emotions it's like i get flustered okay but let me add on right there mm-hmm. um yes i have been very prideful in this particular situation and no there's it's no excuse but i can say the friend in particular that i am referring to and dealing with is her pride is an elephant compared to mine it's 10, 10, 10 times more. And I think that's the only reason why I'm holding out so long. Because it's like, I can do this better than you can. And that sounds terrible. I know. You need but- to grow up. Like, I know you're young, but like, seriously. Oh my gosh, girl, we're the no, same age. we're not. <laughs> you are one year older than me. Our, Don't piss me our, off. Our dynamic... Don't our, like off. circle of friends. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not talking about circle of friends. We're talking about you and but yourself. Like, but wait, can we not? Can we about, speak on can, the fact? Why are you getting so upset? Because you're pissing me off. You're very upset. Because <laughs> you are sitting up here like I'm so prideful. Are you? Your ego and your pride don't. Yeah. But I'm. I'm but in, when I'm I do it, it's childish, it. and when you no, do it, it's what, regular. No, what you said, I don't do things like that. Like I don't what? have a, a a what is it. Uh, unspoken uh, because game. overall Can I, I don't feel wrong. Can I speak? Um, I don't do the whole unspoken battles of pettiness. Where's the unspoken battle? The one time when I just you didn't just call because because I didn't I didn't tell her I'm not going to call her. No, th- that's not what just happened. That's not what just made me say that your child. What made you say that? You said that your friend's ego was an elephant in comparison to yours. Yeah, she got and a big That's the ego. sole reason why you feel like you have not reached out yet because I'm trying to essentially I'm trying to show you that I can do this better than you. Because over yes, and I still yeah, no. stand on that because Childish. no, because overall, because I'm not getting into the situation on here, but overall, I don't feel like. I've done no wrong in the situation. But you keep emphasizing this. You got cut off by two people. Oh my gosh. I got cut off by two people in my 24 years of feelings. In my 24 years of I, living. Look at the, look at, do y'all Fuck hear you and them people? Do y'all hear the ego? Y'all heard that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care about none of it. I'm so happy because it's like as we continue <laughs> to record these episodes, we get more and more comfortable behind the mic and behind the camera. And it's like, Y'all are literally starting <laughs> to see personality, and I'm loving it for y'all. <laughs> I am loving it for y'all because Listen. in public, baby. In public, what? You would have thought she was Miss Innocent, okay? But, anyways, um, I mean, as a friend, no, genuinely, all, okay. all, all jokes smiles aside. to the side. Yeah, I'm saying all jokes aside, all smiles to the side. As a friend, I am telling you that all that is very immature. No, I, I'm of aware. you, and if you're aware, you get held accountable to what you know. So if you know better, do better. I've just become came aware with it my last um, meeting at therapy. But and when was that? A week ago. 
Yeah, so. Yeah, I just became aware with my last week at therapy. And I don't know, because I've, re- I've reached out. I haven't called, but I reached out. Like, it's so many moving parts to the situations, and we don't have to dive protecting into it. other people. I feel like I'm looking like the villain right now, but it's so many moving parts. Like, of course, the narcissist will say that. That's whatever. I don't even care. I don't got nobody to prove. Look, y'all. Oh my god. I don't got nobody to prove right or wrong to. Um, the people that I'm referring to, they know the situation. And I have reached out. Okay. So. Well, Whatever y'all think is what y'all think. I'm a good person. I mean, as long as you and the Lord think that you're yeah. a great person. And that's, that's all, all that matters. matters. Exactly. Amen. Amen. Well, obviously I struck the nerve, but um, I feel like this conversation was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Them, one thing about them tables, y'all, they do turn. Um. I'm really excited for this conversation. I'm hoping that somebody who is listening or watching this today could really pull something out of this um, conversation, like outside of the laughs, outside of the smiles, you know, the personality aspect of it. I hope that there was some sort of substance provided that could really help someone in the midst of it or someone who has experienced it definitely um release or relinquish that need of control for one. And then also something else I want to add before we wrap up. Another emotion that's surrounded about around outgrowing um, friendships for me is mm-hmm. guilt. Yeah. Because honestly, what I start to realize, um, you know, as an adult and as someone who has embarked on their, in their personal development journey er- mm-hmm. early on, people literally operate at their best capacity. Yeah. Right. And sometimes I think as a friend or as someone who you might have love for, mm-hmm. you might see potential at a higher, you know, uh, mm-hmm. threshold than where they're operating. Yeah. But people are literally operating at what they consider to be their best. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like for me personally, there's been this guilt associated with having to let go of people, okay. just kind of come into terms with your best of what you're, operating it is mm-hmm. just not it's not it's aligning not working for me yeah, yeah. you know uh, and, and in the past transparently speaking I have definitely felt like that heavy guilt because yeah. I don't want to like I hate being a person I don't want to I have never wanted to be labeled as the person who has switched up yeah you know or the person who thinks they're better than people because that comes that when comes you want more it. when you want more for yourself I feel like that comes with it and I want to speak on that as well um like I said, all laughs and all jokes aside, and I spoke with my, I keep saying, but I spoke with my therapist about this as well. I think a huge part in this that has occurred for me is my shift within myself. Um, I've been saying like so much like, oh, I'm a, been a people pleaser and I'm trying to get over it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm in that I space of being super uncomfortable and not knowing where to go. As far as being so used to being a people pleaser. And now it's like, I'm trying to stop it cold turkey. So now it's like, I'm kind of being a bitch. Mm. I haven't met that middle ground yet. So I think it's definitely with me going through that. And then on top of that, being like really super, 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 super busy doing everything else. That's pretty much distracting me. Mm. It's like, I don't have the time the patience and I don't want to say the care, but the super desire to patch up everything because, and like I said, it's not good. And I'm in that uncomfortable space of trying to find balance and figure it out. But I feel like personally, this is something I've done all my life throughout my friendships. Like I feel like I'm always making people feel better, trying to make people happy. How can this resolve this situation? And truth be told, I'm kind of over it. So I know you mentioned pride, but it's really it's really not pride. Like it, it really is pride. No, it's. But really, I think there's a whole another aspect of it. It's no. not. But I'm saying it's not predominantly pride. Like, okay, it's I'm not able, predominantly. But to say it's not pride is something completely different. Predominantly is like okay, mainly pride, and yeah, that's okay. It's not mainly pride. Yeah, and that's okay to say. But to say there's no pride associated with that is, which is what you just said, is like. But that's pride isn't the grounds of it. What I'm saying is, I feel like I've been the person to fix and mend things forever and i need a fucking break that's what i'm saying love that for you 
So I'm not an asshole. And you are. Okay. I guess we could title this episode Death the Villain. Because clearly she's she wants me to be the bad guy here so bad. No, it's not even that. It's, it's like, okay. it, I'm not, first of all, I don't know your friends. So that's first and foremost. So, I mean, organically, I guess naturally the right thing to do from the eyes of whomever um, would be to side by what you're saying. But I don't really know the context of the situations that you have gone through with your friends because this is not a, a conversation that you and I have had. Right. Um, off the mic personally within the parameters of our friendship because to be quite frank, we got too much shit going on and so we don't even, yeah. we we haven't even been watering the dynamic of a friendship for us to even be having those type of conversations yeah. to be transparently speaking. But what I am going to do is tell you what I think is right. And just based off of what you shared with me today and given the context, the little context that you have given. So if you feel like you're saving people um, character by not sharing the full thing by all means. And that's a certain level of privacy that I feel like should be maintained as a, me- a media personnel, right? But what I'm saying, from the the listeners and the viewers' perspective, because we're all hearing this information for the first time at mm-hmm. the same time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So from what you have shared today, I'm telling you what I think is right, and that's all I've done. So I mean, not really. You calling me a narcissist and saying it's I mean pride. that was that's not even that, right or wrong. No pride, I definitely stand on that for sure. But narcissist, I was playing around, like adding a little key in there. But pride, I yeah, I do feel like there is a certain element of pride it associated is. with yeah. it. Is pride the predominant thing, like like factor or attribution as to why you haven't reached out? No, I think that there's a whole bunch of things that's added to the pot and a whole bunch of different layers that. I could only know a layer of based off of our dynamic mm-hmm. and watching you bob and weave through situations and conflict. Yeah. But there's this is your friend who you've been with for so long. So there's not every part of the situation that I'm going to be able to, you know, speak on. Yeah. So this was my response was basically basically just oh, solely yeah. on what you shared with us today. I feel like your response will be like you said with what anybody else would say because you don't know no more than what anybody exactly. else. Exactly. So for you to get offended, so, I didn't get offended. Yes, you did. I feel like you owe your friend an apology. I'm still going to stand on it. An you apology could. for what? You feel like I owe my friend an apology? An apology for what? For one, you said that you told her you was going to reach out. That was one. The one key point that made me say that. And then for two, you ended the statement by saying. Her ego, her pride is as big as an elephant, the one that I'm referring to. So basically to sum things up, I'm not reaching out to her just to show her that I'm better at this than she is. So based off of the two key points that you shared within the element, I feel like that situation in comparison to the first one, I feel like you you owe her an apology. Quick question. Is- not, not an apology. Excuse me. Not a, I want to renege on that. Not an apology. I th- feel like it's your due diligence as a friend to reach out to her to at least initiate a conversation. I have done that. That's the thing. I've never said I haven't done that. I've done yes, that. I did. just haven't. No. I said I haven't made the phone call to actually talk about the situation. But I have reached out. We're going to be here all day. We not, because I ain't talking about if it. If we keep, yeah, but I say, if we keep going, make <laughs> we it work. Not. You handled the situation however you felt like you were supposed to handle it, and I loved it for you. Yeah, that's that. Um, so, yeah, I feel like this was a really good episode. I hope that y'all had some takeaways from it. I enjoyed having a conversation because I feel like conversations like this is kind of what exposes you to you or a or at least shows you a version of you that maybe you weren't open to in a sense. And that's why piggybacking off of what I said earlier, I really do feel like your friends are a reflection of you. Sometimes they show you things that you need to work on or, you know, just, it just keep you on your toes. So I think that, um, having those people around you who are like-minded, um, is really important. And then you mentioned something a few moments ago that I want to piggyback off of. You said that you've been so busy, right? Mm-hmm. And you haven't really had, like, the time and the energy and all that other stuff to reach out. Um, essentially, it's a distraction. And when mm-hmm. I started off, I was talking about how me and my sister, you know, parted ways or whatever the case may be. And it's so crazy because as soon as I had that moment of stillness is when... It. 
when I thought about it. But because I was so distracted mm-hmm. and so busy and just so occupied with so many other things, mm-hmm. I never really had a moment of stillness to miss her. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? But once that stillness hit me, it was like, okay, now I have different friends for different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that I was able, in a moment of stillness, I was able to identify that this was missing. I don't have any friends that I could pray with yeah. or have these conversations with. So when they say you don't have you don't have to have a friend that's one size fit all. Yeah, you don't. I think that's so important. And I think sometimes we get in these situations and hurt our own feelings because we're looking for a friend to kind of fit the puzzle. Every box, when yeah. you should have a puzzle over here, a puzzle over here, a puzzle here. Yeah. And you know. And it all comes together and Exactly. hmm Like except accept people for who they are. Well, yeah. You know? I agree with that a thousand percent. Yeah, so, I mean, I think this was a good episode. It was very it real. Was, yeah. It was raw and transparent. I'm glad that y'all got to see a little bit of our dynamic um, and personality. I'm hoping that we can continue to just keep pushing. Um, I feel like as media personnels, and I keep saying this because... Of, That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> I keep saying it because we were we was on somebody else's podcast recently, and they referred to us as that, and I was like, media person? Me? Yeah, like, hold up now. A new title. But, um, I don't know, y'all. We just figuring it out, you know? Literally, yeah. We're figuring it out together. And then we figuring it out in front of y'all. Yeah, I was going to say, individually. So, it's like, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. Um, but yeah. What's your word of advice for a sister? My word of advice for a sister today would be to hold yourself accountable. Mm. Accountability. Cliche. The truth. Hold yourself accountable. Um, Know when you're wrong. Admit when you're wrong. Let people know that you're wrong. Mm. Because that's one of those things where it's like, you do this in public, but apologize in private. Mm. So if you're wrong and you know you've done wrong or or if you're right, stand on what you feel. But definitely hold yourself accountable in every circumstance. I want to, I'm sorry, I don't want to be deep and I don't want to drag the conversation. But you said if you feel like you're right, then well, you said if you're right, then stand on what you feel. Yeah. And I want to play devil's advocate real quick because yes because controversy is my thing (laughs) but um right and wrong is black and white there's no gray area and what you feel like the heart is deceitful right Mm -hmm. sometimes what you feel is it could be misleading it could persuade or pervert your idea of being right or wrong and i just want to add that in as well because as i'm like on my faith walk Mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize and understand the character of God and mm-hmm. the intentions of why there was so many rules and regulations in a sense. Yeah. And I'm learning as I'm learning the character of God, I'm learning the character of his children as well. Mm-hmm. And it's really showing me that like, okay, I could feel like I am so right in this situation mm-hmm. or I could really feel like I'm so wrong, mm-hmm. but what's right and what's wrong is according to like what has been set out like it's black and white you know so i just want to add that um i've been talking a lot tonight (laughs) um my word of advice for a sister would to would be to hmm, Okay, so my word of advice for a sister would be to give yourself some grace. Um, And I really am, this is something I'm telling y'all, and this will be my advice, but this is something kind of to me, like I'm practicing this as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, last night when we were on the ladies podcast, Mm -hmm. it made me realize um, how much I didn't give myself grace. And then today I had my friend uh, make a post basically saying how, he took a moment to be present mm-hmm. and he was um, able to identify like, yo, this is actually an accomplishment. Like this is not just what I'm supposed to do as an adult, but this oh, is also yeah. an accomplishment, yeah, you know? I and I, yeah. And that made me think about like, okay, 
I'm, we're constantly going. We're constantly like, how can we show up for these ladies? Mm-hmm. We constantly like, okay, what system strategy can we implement? You, it's it's us two employees running a business. Yeah. Like we're business owners, but we're the two employees. And Literally. sometimes I don't like I don't ever want to complain because to whom much is given, much is required. Much is required. Y'all know that's my saying, but it's not easy. And I feel like we show up and we make it look easy. Yeah. Especially given that we didn't put a face to, to their sister for a whole year, a year. before we... Yeah. So now that we're coming out to the forefront and working on PR, it's kind of like, oh, where these girls come from? Or they mm-hmm. new to the block or th- things like that. We've not been knowing, in it for a year. Yeah, not knowing mm-hmm. how much work and like how much sleepless nights went into work, like just where we at today. Yeah. So um, I went to practice this year. Um just giving myself more grace yeah. being present and just saying like girl you did it you know yeah definitely finding like a moment of like the small moments to enjoy yeah so that's gonna be mine i love that well guys thank you for tuning, tuning in, in to another episode yes remember to go to dear sister let's talk.com to and get shop your merch get your merchandise y'all sell us out yes. sell us out and you can use the code dspod for 15 uh-huh. percent off while you're shopping and if you are listening to this or watching this, please leave us a five-star rating. You know what? It's five stars already. Just leave us a rating, Leave period. us a rating, whatever you period. feel. Yeah, I was going to say, give us the feedback. Um, A lot of times, y'all leave feedback in my DM. Y'all text me, this go and Go put it on the go, ratings. Yes, go put it on these platforms, y'all. Yeah. We're trying to grow, and we're trying to reach more people. We can't do that without your rating. So, yeah. Please don't forget to download, save this, comment, like, or subscribe. And I'll see y'all on the next episode. Okay. Toodles. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast, Let's Talk Sis, with Des and Sa. Stay connected by following us on all of your favorite social media platforms. And don't forget, use hashtag Dear Sister Let's Talk to find us. Wait, before you go, head over to our website or our Instagram and join our interactive community for a daily dose of sisterhood where like-minded women fellowship, encourage, and create a safe space amongst one another. See you inside, sis. Toodles. Bye.